0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Daily G podcast. I'm excited to bring you this particular episode. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. I don't know if I say it to all the people I host, but it gives me great joy to come your way again with this episode. I want to thank all of you guys who listened to the very first season of the Daily G podcast. If you haven't already, please. Please try and get the other episodes and then listen now what is the daily g podcast the daily g podcast is about people places and then passions remember the daily g podcast is available on all podcast streaming services on apple Podcasts, on google Podcasts, podcast addict sorry and then anchor fm and spotify as well so please 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 subscribe and share now on her facebook she says uh, a representative of god a lady of purpose and talents, uh, se- a senior certified HR practitioner, and makeup artist. I have with me Ruth Majua Otre. Ruth, welcome.
1: Thank you very much. It's I'm a, honored to be on the Daily G podcast. Uh, this this
0: is a very very serious CV. I mean, it's it's a lot. Is it? Yes. Yeah, so, my first question is, how are you able to? juggle everything you are you you are a singer you are an hr practitioner you are a makeup artist how are you able to juggle this this or is there something i'm also missing (laughs) that probably you haven't mentioned that you do
1: i don't think you're missing anything (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's a lot people keep asking me how do you juggle Mm -hmm. makeup corporate life singing Mm -hmm. being a full-time christian Mm -hmm. i don't think it's a lot okay because I I see people doing stuff you know I see my parents Mm -hmm. go all out hard working so I don't think it's a lot okay I I don't know how I do it honestly I just Mm -hmm. keep going I mean if if I know there's something to be Mm -hmm. done I make sure it gets done that is me I can't say it won't get it has to get done
0: okay so (laughs) essentially you are a jail of all trades
1: (laughs) well you could say that
0: okay mm-hmm. all right so I think the one thing that really caught my attention about what you're doing and uh, why I wanted to have this interview with you was um, one your singing ministry okay and also your makeup business okay and then quite recently some charity events and stuff you were right. you, you got going yeah okay so let's first of all start off with your career what, what did you study and uh, how did you end up in HR? You were a senior HR practitioner, right?
1: <laughs> yes, senior <laughs> certified. Certified, <Yes>. okay. <clears throat> okay, so I did psychology at Legon. Okay. Yes. Um, it's not what I intended to do. I think I wanted to do mathematics or something. Wow. And in hindsight, I don't think it was a good decision. I don't even know what made <laughs> me choose that. Because <laughs> I'm not really a math person. Okay. But I think maybe from secondary school. I did well in math. I thought that maybe I could do it, but it was a bad idea. <laughs> so I was given psychology, Swahili, and something else, religions. In Legon, I got to do internship with Mantrak. Okay. And the very first day I got there, the manager who met me said, what did you read? I said, psychology. He said, okay, you're going to HR. So straight out, wow. he just pushed me to HR. Wow. And then the next vacation, I came back, went to HR again and then national service mm. I got to do my service there and then right after service when I didn't know what was going to happen to my life because our management wasn't giving much information whether they were retaining us or mm. not so I was thinking of what to do with my life mm. and then my direct boss who I had worked under she got uh, an offer with another multinational so just in the nick of time, she left, and then I was hired to wow. replace it. Wow! So I mean, I thank God for that opportunity. So that's wow. how I got into HR. I wasn't okay. planned. I didn't plan mm. on doing HR, but then after practicing it for a while, I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, I like this. Okay, it's interesting." Mm-hmm. And I probably should get more professional knowledge in the field. Okay. Okay. So then I took on my SHRM course. Mm. I did the first level and then i did the second level i did the second level twice because i failed the first time (laughs) and i told myself that i will reset and Mm -hmm. pass a number of people i wrote with were discouraged from the very first i was like ah don't let all your money go to waste let's do this let's try it again you know and i i I think i was the youngest in my class because there were other senior Mm. um, hr managers Mm. in other businesses multinationals in the class and I kept telling people, don't give up, let's do it again, let's do it again. I think I was the only person who took the exam again from my batch. So I joined the next wow. batch of people of, and okay. I passed.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow. And I was Brilliant.
1: so excited. I was proud of myself.
0: <laughs> you should be. <laughs> yes. So that's so,
1: how, I mean, HR, basically. That's how okay.
0: we got there. So, how long have you been in, in this field and uh, um, what has really kept your passion in HR going?
1: Hmm. Um, so, this is my seventh year. Wow has kept their passion going Mm -hmm. i think the fact that i'm always learning new
0: things
1: okay so shrm is a global community so i'm very happy that i am part of the global community Mm -hmm. and i'm learning new trends happening with hr all the time if not for that i don't think i would be so much interested but then i'm always keeping abreast Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. what is happening on the global front the new things happening in Mm -hmm. hr just on friday (laughs) i read a new topic fragrance sensitivity and hr is like what is wow. all this <laughs> now hr has to regulate has people's to perfumes. perfumes and all oh, that goodness gracious <laughs> there are new things happening every now and then wow. i think that's what keeps me excited about hr Great. basically
0: yeah recently i also watched you you did a the facebook live and yeah. you were sharing some tips mm. about how people can go about uh, interviews and all yeah what, what's what's up with that I mean uh-huh.
1: what's up it was random oh. <laughs> it was very random I think okay. a lot of things that happened in my life are seemingly random mm. so i I just had I wrote the story about that I had some pictures of myself which I didn't want to delete off my phone so I'm okay. like okay, let me post them and add an educative caption okay so within that period I had facilitated a number of job interviews at my organization. And every day I saw things people were doing wrong anytime they came for an interview. So I put them down on my phone. So just when I wanted to post those pictures, I was like, ah let me just share these interview Mm. tips with Mm. everybody else. Mm. So I was sharing them every day. Apparently people were following. Mm. (laughs) You know, so sister share a coffee, she was a friend in school. She got in touch that she wants me to host a Facebook live on their Platform. I was like, "What?" I was just joking, guys. Don't <laughs> take me serious. Wow. You know, so that's how we got into the Facebook live, and mm. the feedback has been tremendous. Amazing. Yeah. Someone just um, DM'd me on Facebook. I think on Wednesday or Tuesday, he was also my meet at Legon mm. He sent me a message to thank me for the Facebook live, wow. and that he he had he went for a job interview and he believes the tips mm-hmm. i shared Cheers. helped him wow. and he has a second interview because he made it through the first one. so i should keep him impressed i was like what? Wow. oh god wow. <laughs> so that's I mean, amazing yeah. i know so wow uh, that was about it and I, I i think i want to occasionally do maybe 15 mm-hmm. minutes facebook yes. live share yes. one or two
0: tips with people mm-hmm.
1: what i've learned mm-hmm. i mean and then people to bring on board what they've learned
0: mm-hmm. you know? yeah as an hr person yes so when there's an opening and people sending applications. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I know a, a lot eventually gets put aside. So mm. what, what really puts HR officers off? What is it that people do that gets them out of, I mean, being screened to or being taken on to the next level?
1: Okay, so we are, we are talking about before the interview. Yes, before the interview. Okay. So a CV that is not saying exactly... Like going straight to the point it's one okay. of the things that's I, like, it's a put off it's okay if your cv is lengthy i mean two pages is the average mm. if it's more than two pages three four you should be saying something relevant mm. but you see people having a lot of gibberish non-fat things in their cv just to make oh. it big wow. for no reason mm. i think it's one of the major put offs mm. because already it's bulky and we have to glance through mm. and then we are glancing through and it has no proper yeah. content yeah. it's one of the biggest channels oh. yeah so your tv should mm. be concise i see people having very funny looking series i saw someone with a cv and he's wearing shades epic picture wow, really? it's on the on the right really? hand side wearing shades in a jacket and i was like what, what? i can't take it <laughs> <you> seriously <laughs> you know Whoa. so that there are those but your, your cv should be concise straight mm. to the point it should highlight um what you want the mm. employer to or what you think the employer is looking for mm. if you're able to highlight those it will get the attention of the person to mm. look further and you okay. might get the chance to be hired okay
0: okay there's this perception out there that HR all that HR officers do is <laughs> is go through cvs and then ensure that people are paid is, oh. is that true?
1: <laughs> this is even better <laughs> the way you said it is better. People say that HR we are there just to. Approve leave <laughs> and send funeral and birthday emails. I'm oh like, oh what my god! So <laughs> but HR has shifted from mm. being an administrative role mm-hmm. in the past, just doing paperwork, and mm-hmm. paper stuff, to a more strategic role now. Okay. Because now HR is supposed to be the advisor, mm. a strategic advisor to management, okay. and then also there to bridge the gap between management and employees you know and to to be a rep for all Mm. parties involved, stakeholders, Mm. everybody else so I mean HR should we should be in the forefront more helping Mm. to take the right decisions for the organization because whatever it is if decisions are taken at the top level mm-hmm. in HR, you, you think that oh we are just there to implement it, mm. do the paper stuff. When the issues coming come, to come back, come to, back you to you as through. HR, so we should be more involved. It's it's shifted to a more advisory role, more strategic, mm. helping to take the right decisions for the organisation.
0: Wonderful, yes. wonderful. <laughs> so, in terms of your career, I mean, if you if you should look into the future from <laughs> ten years from now. What, where will what, I be? Yeah. What what are you envisaging yourself huh? to be?
1: I don't know because ten years ago I didn't know how to ah. be here. <laughs>
0: you know, I've I asked people, know. I've asked a lot of people this uh, this question this type of question, but mm. I think that yours is by far the most interesting <laughs> I've heard.
1: <laughs> I honestly don't know. I mean go to order my steps. True. But um I like HR mm. and I hope to be a senior. HR that professional okay. giving advice mm. to organizations. I don't know. Maybe I'll set up my own consultancy, something. Mm. Okay.
0: Glow with March. Yow. Has makeup always been your thing? Uh, no. Oh, another, <laughs> another <shock. laughs> So what, what took no, you there?
1: I don't even know. So like I said, I think that my life has lots of random. I don't know. Mm. They look random, but I believe as God is ordering my Yeah. I was looking for a side business. Okay, so I went for a seminar. She leads Africa. They they came to Ghana. They had i think 2015, Mm. and Dr. Isiah Nsas spoke. Mm -hmm. She was one of the speakers, and she was talking about finding your passion, to know what you want to do or what you've been called to do. Mm. There are people who have different theories on those, but she gave us an acronym, a fish. So A stands for the things that make you angry. F for frustrated I for irritated I think S for sad H for happy so that's a fish mm. so you list down these things and then they will guide you as to where your interests really lie mm. and then you can decide to take up a passion, a passion. Okay. so I think I did that to a point mm. and I, I already knew I am someone who likes to help people I'm a helper okay I would do anything. I would go to any extent to make my friends happy. Mm -hmm. If you're hungry or we are both hungry. I will probably give you my food and go hungry. And you wouldn't know that I'm hungry. (laughs) That is me. I give my friends my money. I mean, sometimes I Mm. overdo it, but nowadays I've stopped. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew I was a helper. Okay. And I like nature stuff as well. It's something I wrote down just recently. So I got into photography small, but that's on the side. So I listed down that and then I was looking for ways to help
0: okay
1: and i definitely knew i wanted to help like community or society but i didn't know where to start from mm. so that was just at the back of my mind but from there i think i i randomly saw a post on instagram from laurie babe mm. and she's my current makeup um, teacher i learned from her okay that was like five years ago on instagram that if you're a corporate person looking for a side gig mm. you can come and sign up for a five-day class i was like oh this sounds interesting Let me go and try mm. and see what mm. and prior to that i don't wear makeup i even now nah, cry I like small <laughs> <laughs> i don't wake up if i'm wearing it now it must be really important mm. for me to go and wear makeup but i didn't have any prior interest you know some people it's like oh yeah when i was small my mother used to do her bras yeah. and i was always looking at yeah. her so it started the passion mm. in, you know me i don't have those stories <laughs> <laughs> so i i just decided to try my hands on it so i went for the class for five days mm. and then i didn't even plan on learning to work on other people i was just learning just mm. for learning's sake and then after that i was doing my own makeup every sunday once in a while i'll do my sister's makeup i have i have three sisters so okay. i was just using their faces mm. for experiments and then they'll go out so people will see them and their makeup and like who oh, did your makeup to so my sister and for a while i wasn't coming out with putting my works out there no i was mm. not in a hurry at all because i'm a i'm i a melancholic mm. so i like to get everything on, on point, point. Yeah. if the work is not good i'll not put it there mm. so for a long time i wasn't posting anything i was just waiting, you know, trying to sort out the name mm. and all of that. So, later, later on, like maybe some six months later after learning, and I still work with Laurie. Okay. Then I decided to put out Glow with March. Wow. stats. Yes. Wow. And it's cut on. It has, crab, it has. More than has. I thought of. This is not what I never <laughs> envisaged. <laughs> if somebody told me that four years ago, you become a makeup artist mm-hmm. and you get in touch with all sorts of mm-hmm. people and people like your work and mm-hmm. mm, i would not have believed it wow. so yeah
0: but how, how long did it really take you to to really master the whole craft and everything
1: i don't think i'm a master now ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so i'm still learning okay but so i i learned for five days but after that mm. i think is one of the things that have helped me to be a better mm-hmm. artist because i've heard people say they went for a master class with this person or that person after maybe 10 days or 5 days and they they are not professionals they can't mm-hmm. do the work like the person they think the person hid some skills from them or I don't think it's like that so just i just remembered 2 days ago I was listening to a message from Bishop Dak he was mm-hmm. saying if you want to do something someone is doing mm-hmm. You have to watch one
0: mm-hmm. assist one mm-hmm. and do one wow
1: yes so i just remember that it's exactly what i did even though i didn't know this. you didn't know so just last mm-hmm. week so i watched laurie a lot mm. i watch her i follow her and it's one thing when i came around here i thought there were a lot of young ladies around her who want to learn mm. you know following her there was nobody to my wow. surprise nobody and she had been in the industry for a long time she came from the states relocated to Ghana and she had been around for quite a while and I was surprised that ah, so all these people who learn from her, nobody wants to follow her I followed her for a long I still follow her anytime she needs me I'm I'm around Mm. but I was following her for a long time alone, I was the only person and I think watching her is one of the things that have made me a better makeup artist I was always there to assist her, I've seen people come around here; they want to assist Mm. when they come maybe she won't let you pick a brush Mm -hmm. or do anything. Just, she won't let you work. Just pick this for me, do that for me Mm -hmm. and watch. And then people get offended. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to, I came here to work. Why are you letting me stand there? And most of those people, they've not lasted. Mm. I've just been around, you know, watching people come and go and I'm like, no, you will not last if you're not willing to watch Watch and assist mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, go through those stages and then you can become a a better version of whoever Mm. you are watching. Mm. So, yeah, I think that is it
0: nice 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 story but what what's uh with the the whole charity bit i i i saw you doing a donation and mm, what's okay. with that
1: so it's a social initiative under glow with mad okay. under the makeup business okay and i think it started at a point so i told you i'm a helper and i've always thought of how to impact society mm. so at a point I wanted to my passion for makeup was sort of dwindling was going go. down mm-hmm. And So I spoke with one of my mentors Gifty Bingley mm-hmm. I was telling her oh I sometimes I feel like I don't want to do this anymore and then she shared her story with me why she wears makeup and after that day the passion was sparked up again wow. and through our conversations I, I told her I want to do something I want to give back i want mm. to do something for my community so from there we coined the name glow for change she actually put the name up glow for change so which is charity works by glow with match so the idea is to give back to women and children mainly mm. yes through uh beauty through using or using uh beauty initiatives mm-hmm. to give back to women and children okay. so basically that's that's how it started so what are some uh,
0: where specifically have you made any giving or you've helped? Okay. Which institution have you visited?
1: Um the first one, that was Mother's Day of twenty when twenty eighteen, twenty sixteen. That's the very first one mm. I did. I was looking for a hospital to give to do mm-hmm. something for women for Mother's Day. It it's funny, but it's like when you want to give, you don't even find where to give. Wow. And I've had people coming to me <clears> telling me, Oh, sometimes they want to do good but they don't know where, don't know to. where to so wow. it's good that at least they know me so they can channel through mm-hmm. me so I went to hospitals around my neighborhood I sent letters around nobody called me so I I almost gave up on the idea to do anything for Mother's Day then a day before on the 13th Mother's Day is really mm-hmm. 14 14 something.
0: yeah
1: on the 13 a hospital in my neighborhood called me that there's a woman she came in she collapsed right in front of the hospital and then they admitted it so when she came back <clears throat> she couldn't pay her bills she's a single mother of three she lost her husband she sells charcoal. Oh. her business has collapsed and she doesn't even know how she'll get back home mm. so when they come and i i told them i want to give to a woman who is in need, need. in the okay. hospital I was like, oh, this is perfect timing. Mm-hmm. So I quickly went to so met the woman, Auntie Aku, a very beautiful woman, you know, spoke with her, engaged with her, and then we did a little donation to all the women in the hospital that day. Okay. So that was the first ever project. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we were able to pay off her bills. And thanks to every client who patronized our services, your money does mm-hmm. pay for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we were able to pay off her bills, give her a makeover mm-hmm. for the shoots. I mean, it was her first time wearing makeup. Oh. And her reaction was priceless. Wow! <laughs> and you know, it it just it made me happy. Wow. I was happy doing wow. that. So after that, we did um, a collaboration with multi, multi kids school. It's mm-hmm. in East Legon. Okay. It's a mixture of it's a it's a regular school, but it has special, special. Okay. kids as well. Okay. So one of my friends called me. She works there. She called me that they were having um, cerebral palsy day. They were educating okay. the parents. And then they wanted to give a treat to some of the mothers. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm there, I'll oh. be there. Oh. So you know, I we went there, and there was a giveaway or something, some sort of raffle. So some of the mothers won a makeover, and mm. I think it, it was one of the beautiful moments I remember, because mm. most of the women to even a normal baby in kids, mm. who doesn't have any yes. special needs. Yes. Yes it's difficult yeah, on a mother true. like all your time here i don't have a child but Charlie. when i see mothers i'm <laughs> like wow you, you people miss. how do you yeah. do this so when you people say i have a lot on my place i'm like no i don't have a lot <laughs> <laughs> mothers mothers are struggling are enough, struggling mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> and if they are they are corporate or working mothers mm, it's even worse it's even yeah yeah, yeah so it was really heartwarming because a lot of the women are like i don't even have time to one woman came and she hadn't combed her hair she was like oh with oh. <laughs> i'll step out all of them told me they'll step out today at least <laughs> they'll have time to you know unwind because they are looking good and all of that okay. so it was a nice feeling wonderful yeah and then last year's project. so last year <clears throat> i think last year was on a little a bigger, bigger scale, scale. Okay. than the previous one. Mm the last year we donated to Princess Marie Children's Hospital. Okay. And it was um for the malnutrition ward, the Koshioko ward. Okay. And I was really surprised that koshoko exists in twenty twenty seventeen. Like there's Koshoko. Wow. And I'm sure today if we go there, will we'll find still find kids there. there. I, I was really shocked. Like just basic basic, basic protein. It's it was really Heartbreaking, mm. and you even provide the meals to the mother, to the to the mothers for the kids, mm-hmm. and you come and the mothers have even eaten it because they don't even have money wow. for themselves, let alone to give the protein to, to the, the child. Oh. So I mean, it, it was it was um, it touched mm. a nerve, mm. and I'm happy that we're able to raise some funds for that. Okay. You know, we we raised up a little over five thousand CDs. Wow, put yes, some non-medical items, mm. but other medical stuff as well for the hospital so okay. yes that was that so this year we are we are back yeah we are back again, <laughs> yes, this year. Are back wow, again. <laughs>
0: wonderful wonderful we'll, we'll, we'll keep up with that and then okay. let people know when can i tell right. you what we are doing this yeah day. yeah 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 yes. tells, so this yeah. year
1: we've collaborated with little big souls it's a foundation mm-hmm. that is the voice of premature babies in africa yes so little big souls is based in the uk and then in ghana and nigeria so we are working with them to take care of premature babies mm-hmm. and I visited, I went with them on one of their um, donations at Temma General Hospital. Okay. Actually, it was not easy. Oh. <laughs> it was very easy. I've never seen a preemie baby up wow. close before. Yeah. I couldn't even touch, even whole, whole like normal <laughs> baby in clothes. I don't know the right word to use. I, I'm afraid of holding mm. fresh babies so mm. for them so tiny and you see them trying to survive it was, it was really when we went there we met one child or well, I met one child because they work with the kids all the time Princess princess was born at 0. 0.8 0. Wow. 0.8 Is KG? It? yes kg they were wow. very tiny and when I met her she was 1.65 so I think now she's That's fine me. now and her mom has gone psycho. Oh. So they've left the baby in the hospital. And the mom has gone to a prayer camp. The family have taken it to a prayer camp. They even wanted to take the baby. And the nurses thought it wasn't a good idea. It's, oh. it's very possible for the baby to die when the, they leave yeah, the yeah. hospital. Because bacteria, anything could happen to mm. them. So it, it's really hard. And I, I'm happy to do this project with Little Big Souls this year. So yes. Yeah, if you are listening to us, bring us
0: money. <laughs> let's, wow. let's take your of this wow. year. Wow. Wow. We'll go on to the very last segment of. Okay. And then we'll be wrapping up. Okay. Your singing ministry. Okay. Now, one, one, one question I wanted to ask. I saw something recently. Your sister. Okay. Um. She. I think she released a single. Yes. And then I just wanted to ask you this question. That's your whole family sing.
1: <laughs> yes actually (laughs) everybody sings my dad sings my dad plays Mm. the keyboard he actually i think he started the whole passion in all of us because i remember when i was small we used to go for keyboard lessons wow Mm. so my dad sings he plays the keyboard Mm. my brother is a professional musician he plays the Mm -hmm. piano my sister sings. My my other sister sings. She plays oh. the drums as well. My mom sings. Everybody sings. Wow! <laughs> wow! Amazing. Everybody sings. I
0: think that when I started getting to know Quicio thing mm-hmm. and his music, I think I watched one of his <clears throat> videos and then mm-hmm. I saw it like, hey, wait, it's all I paused <laughs> it. I I know this girl. <laughs> How mm-hmm. did you end up with Quicio thing? I think you still you you still sing with Kwe thing yes, Yeah, I do. How so did I end up with how, how did you, you two meet? How did you join his? Is it Floor <laughs> River?
1: Yes, Flow River. Okay. Um, He came to campus. I was in level 300 then. Okay. So we there was a group on campus. I don't know if you remember. Fragrance.
0: Yes, I remember yes. Fragrance, yes.
1: So he came over, I think it was Intellectual. And then he heard Kiku Samson saying Kiku Samson okay. was a leader. Yeah. So he invited Kiku to come for a, re- a rehearsal, mm-hmm. to come. To visit for one of their rehearsals, so Kweku was like, "Okay, let's all go together." Okay. So we we're not supposed to be part of the plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we sat in a bus, mm. went with Kweku to Tema, mm. and then sat in a rehearsal. He asked us to sing, and that's how I met Squeasy. Mm-hmm. After that, I rather stayed in the group. Squeasy, um, what's his name? Kweku something didn't end up singing with him. I rather <laughs> ended up singing with him. Uh-huh. So that's how we met. You know uh. Yes, and from there it's been lots of hard work a mm. lot of opportunities yeah. open doors I'm blessed to work with Chrissy.
0: Wow. Um Chrissy I think has this <laughs> has anthems. Is they out now?
1: Yes. Um it will be released this year. Mm-hmm. We've released a number of singles. I mm-hmm. think we are done with the singles. Wow. So we are yet to release the album. We will announce the dates very soon and then the album will be out.
0: Wonderful. Yeah maybe one of these days I'm going to bring Chrissy himself on oh, the show. Oh sure sure sure. <laughs> I mean uh, he's someone I really really Love, I love his music. Wow. I think that he's one of the most anointed singers wow. of our time. I like. I believe so. Yes, too. yes. Um The kind of music he makes—it's gospel music—but hmm. how he brings out music, yeah. I really love the style. Yeah.
1: He's a great composer. Yes, yes. Very
0: wow. All right, so glow with Marge. Marge, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on this particular episode. Thank so, you. if anybody wants to get in touch um concerning. Any of your oh. projects, whether it's makeup or with okay. uh, with your charity stuff, yes. how can the person get in touch with you?
1: Okay, so on Facebook, Glow with Madge. On Instagram, Glow with Madge for the okay. makeup. If you find Glow with Madge, you find the charity. Mm. So the charity is Glow for Change on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Okay, Madge is M-A-G. Okay. Glow with M-A-G.
0: Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you for coming. Thank it's been you. a pleasure having you.
1: <laughs> thank you very Wonderful. much. Wonderful.
0: My name is George Wilkinson. This has been another episode of the Daily G Podcast. If you want to send me a comment or you want to send me feedback, you can send me an email at anibok@gmail.com at gmail.com or you can get me on social media at anibok A-N-I-B-A-W-K. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. So, catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>